Hi, everybody. This is Lisa Busan, psychic medium, and I will be talking today about psychic or medium. Which are you? Are you the psychic or are you the medium? Good question, huh? Well, today in this show, we're going to describe a little bit about what each one is, as well as give you a good idea as to how you would categorize yourself. That's pretty exciting, isn't it? Yes, it is. Because so many people think, oh, I'm not medium. I can't do this. Well, I'm telling you, yes, you can. Because I truly believe that everyone has mediumistic tendencies and capabilities. It's if you should decide to use them. Yes, so on to today's show. If you would like a copy of this show, I will offer that on my YouTube page as well as you'll be able to find all the information about the show on the show notes. You can also listen to the podcast on iTunes, so look for that as well. I'll have all the information on the YouTube page, on my blog page, and also the show notes will contain those links. So hopefully that will help you out in the future finding this information that you're seeking. So. What's a psychic? Most people think, do, 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 right? They think all this hocus pocus, uh, voodoo, um, paranormal investigations, and might, you know, they might be part of it, but it doesn't have to be all of it, right? Because we're all, we are all psychic. 100% of us are psychic. Yes, because we're mammals. That's part of being a mammal. Isn't that wonderful? Yes, it is. For instance, our gut instinct tells us or enacts that fight or flight response. Our gut instinct makes us feel alive, makes us feel anxiety, makes us feel happy. Mm -hmm. Those are all psychic gifts that we all have. Now, whether you choose to use them or not, is a completely different matter, isn't it? Yes, it is. So one thing about psychics is that they're not mediums. If you claim you are a psychic and only psychic, you are not a medium. In other words, psychics do not interact or perceive or intuit those on the other side, the deceased. That's the main difference. That's the main difference. Now, of course, as I said before, that gut instinct, that's like your ESP, right? So that extrasensory perception is what you feel on the outside as well as in your gut, right? You have extrasensory perception. In other words, you perceive much more than normal people would just because you're more in tune with that or you're looking for it because that is a big factor here, is are you looking for it? Are you aware of it? Are you recognizing it? Are you honoring that? Huge, absolutely huge difference in whether you enhance your psychic ability or not is whether you acknowledge it and heed it. This is a good thing. So gut instincts. Now you can receive in psychism, you can receive random signs from spirit you can receive random signs from the universe. For instance, 
um, my psychic sign is three days beforehand, I get that awful, horrible anxiety, fear, gut going on. But for me, and only through experience and trial and error, do I recognize that something is coming within three days. So you might need to do your own little experiment to figure out what your gut instinct is all about, because keep in mind, you might be able to feel uh, something coming. So note the date and the time. Does something happen right away for you or within a week or 10 days? You have to find your own pattern. Yes. Okay. Now a medium on the other hand are always psychic. You cannot have a medium who is not intuitive, who is not psychic. So again, let me reiterate, a psychic is not a medium, does not speak to those on the other side. A medium does both, all right? There's, in the world of mediumship, there is a differentiation in the type of medium that you are. Are you a mental medium or are you a physical medium? There is a difference. A mental medium will simply download information from the world of spirit and spit it out, okay? A physical medium, on the other hand, is someone who can channel, someone who can levitate, someone who can heal, someone who is adept at anything with the physical body, maybe even will produce ectoplasm. Uh, it really depends upon what type of medium or what the way spirit wants them to work in their physical manner with their physical body. Now, physical mediumship is a much more powerful, takes much more energy than mental mediumship. However, most mediums like myself who are physical mediums work mentally. Because for instance, even though I am a physical medium, most of my work for my clients is mentally, you know, communicating with spirit and just getting it, getting information, relaying it back to the client. So that's not uncommon. So to determine the physical versus the mental, it really depends upon what your innate, your natural gifts are. And if the body language or the body description also has a big uh, play in the mental versus physical mediumship. Usually if you're hippie or you have heavy legs, you're a physical medium. And usually if you're top heavy, so stomach and chest, you are a mental medium. Um, again, they are interchangeable. It really depends upon how you are being asked to work by your spirit friends and guides and the loved ones who are around you that want to speak, okay? so. Let's go on. You can perceive as a medium clairsentiently, which is gut instinct, clairaudiently, which is hearing, clairvoyantly, which is seeing, clairgustiently, which is tasting, and clairaliently or clairolfactance through your nose, through smelling. And you can perceive spirit in any, in any of these manners, and one is no better than the other. It's just what your specific gift is all about and how spirit want to get through to you. 
for instance, you know, when you talk about tasting spirit, it's a really weird thing. When all of a sudden I start tasting peas or I start tasting uh, cherry pie or something like that. In other words, what spirit is trying to do is tell you what they loved or what they hated or what you as the client hates or loves. Uh, maybe the cherry pies is they grew up on a, they had maybe they had a cherry orchard, right? With cherry trees. Yeah, so it can be things like that. Of course, seeing them, hearing them or what have you can be inside your head or outside your head. One is no better than the other. It's just a different way to perceive, okay? Now, like myself, my first gifts started manifesting about the age of four when I began to see strange people, particularly men, walking around my bedroom. Well, what four-year-old wants that, right? You're these strangers walking in your bedroom. The big challenge here is getting your parents to hop on board to possibly understand and to then help you meander or maneuver this mediumistic pathway. It's difficult because the parents oftentimes cannot see. They'll think the child is making it up or it's just a bunch of hooey or maybe a, a plea for attention or whatever. And that is often not the case. It's often not the case. So this can happen at birth or there can be a spontaneous opening of your spiritual gifts, whether there's a, a car accident or trauma or a blow to the head, surgery, um, even hypnotherapy has been shown to spontaneously open someone's mediumistic ability. Granted, the mediumistic ability was always there. But these acts were triggers to open up the person to manifest and to exaggerate and to bring these gifts out to the forefront so that they can be looked at and used by the, the person who's, I guess, a victim. Yeah, of something like that. So that oftentimes is quite challenging for these people because all of a sudden they're receiving all these uh, images or words or feelings from spirit and usually they think they're going crazy. And I'm not joking here. It is, it is a fact. A lot of times they think that they're going crazy. Um, and then they start doing a little bit of research, trying to figure out what's going on with them. And luckily, most of them find that they can either manage their new gifts or learn to use them. And it's up to them, of course, whether they want to use them for others or simply use them for themselves, which is fine either way. It's fine either way. So in the clairsentient, the feeling person who is a medium, yes, I want to get to that because you know what, that gut instinct crosses both the psychism and the mediumship. However, if your primary Claire, if you will, is clairsentience and you're a medium, more often than not, you're an empath, you're empathic. So in other words, the clairsentience is heightened to a degree where sometimes it can be overburdening, right? Overbearing. Um, a lot of times people are overwhelmed when they're walking into like a public building or something like that. 
Um, and even if it's a, a happy place, like a party or something like this, all the energy from all these people, that clairsentient medium is soaking it all up like a sponge. And a lot of times it's difficult for the beginning empath or the beginning medium to determine whether that information that they're receiving empathically is their own or that of someone else. Very often they're not able to tell the difference. So there you go. There is your difference between a psychic and a medium. I just wanted to give you a shout out for all you psychic people and all you mediumistic people that sometimes are overwhelmed with what happens in their third eye, in their ears, in their nose, in their mouth, and in their gut. Yes. So everybody, Thanks a lot for tuning in. And again, you'll find the information here on my show page, on my website, as well as on my YouTube channel. And as always, remember to seek the divine, be the divine, and you'll reap the divine. God bless.